This is Alex, a.k.a. Chalabog, and you're listening to Sega Mix Drive on Radio Sega. Well, would you look at that? It's Friday night, it's past 7pm, and you know, stuff's about to go down when Smash Daisaku means business. Welcome to this week's Sega Mixer Drive. I'm your host, Rex, and for the next couple of hours this week, I'm bringing you definitely a bunch of sweet Sega arrangements. I can definitely give you that. But usually, it doesn't matter upon the the upon where, where the remix came from, or even the type of the of genre covered, even the game covered, or even if the person's a professional or, or anything of the sort. But either way, if they covered a Sega tune with a lot of class, then I am taking it on, and what a bunch of tracks we are taking on this week! Uh, now, as, as you guys may or may not be aware, go to the front page of Bob O'Clock's Remix, or CVMix.org, and you will notice they have a brand new album release, the Gunstar Heroes album Be Aggressive, which you can grab in its entirety over at gunstar.orcremix.org. 
and it was all aimed well to just in time really for the uh, for the game's 20th anniversary which is definitely gonna be something oh yes and I mentioned anniversary so I might as well cue this Absolutely. Okay, so if the actual album name Be Aggressive means something to you or sounds familiar, then also you were there back uh, way back in June when Dusk hooked me up with CJ the Music Dude's track for episode 22. Right, thank you Dusk for hooking me up with the track and working on such a tremendous collaborative effort to begin with. It'll be really great once the album surfaces for all to hear probably months from now. Uh, Dusk is saying September the 9th. Are you really sure it's actually going to be posted on that time? We don't really know for sure. <laughs> oh, goodness sake. Uh, it, it, it all comes down to staff in the end, but let, let's see how things go. Let's see how things go. Oh, but again, it could be something more like Cal JCLB's many projects and could end up being released on February the 29th, 2015. <laughs> if that ever happens. And apparently it did come out on September 9th and all. Dusk proved me wrong. <laughs> but yeah is in this show that this album will be played from start to finish so naturally every track tonight is considered in the highlights of or a category even but still what highlights they will turn out to be we open with a track from Chernabog who just so happens to be in the IC right now give him and some of the uh, be aggressive team a round of applause everyone He covered the story demo, which uh, obviously the opening cutscene, of course. Um, the Dark Empire rises, and yeah, Chernobog must be one of the quirkiest arrangers I know. A lot of weight goes into his writing, not to mention he definitely means well when it comes to percussion from what I've seen. You should have you just felt that on your headphones and everything. It's like, it's like banging all over the place, isn't it? But yeah, it, to me it sounds like a difficult source, but it's also... It sounds like a, ch a challenge for Alex to actually do for what I feel, but he made it work. At the time of writing, it seems as if he was heavily inspired by the works of Hans Zimmer, so it's nice to be focused on a particular genre during a certain music phase. In this case, cinematic music, a great way to bring those feelings out. Very well played. FOG Alex is in the IRC giving thanks to Chernabog, and he's loving it as well. DJ Mokram, uh, DJ Mokram! We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, ended up remarking the dark Chernabog rises. Well, very nice. And, he's, and he also likes Alex's bumper, which is good. Um, Anal Cat's guitar is also here saying, I'm guessing there's some radio style compression going on, actually. I also remember thinking that when I played a Vice Star PRC tune a few weeks ago. Well, yes, it is. It, it, that's the nature of Sam, but it, it, it's all the better to try and get the best out of the tracks, right? And yes, uh, Kevin B1229 wants to hear Seven Forces theme remix. That will be coming later on in the show. Be patient, it's going to be here. Okay, either way, let's go down the IRC rundown since I'm mentioning people in the IRC early. Let's see. We have Forever Sonic, Rexy, aka me, World 21, Burning Flame 2010, Underscore Spundy, Aegeus, Cheesecake Remix, Chernabog! Also, we mentioned earlier, uh, what goodness sake, let me try and find that again. Uh, CTR, DJ Mokram! Um, I ain't even also uh, playing Dota 2, FOG Alex, uh, Ain't No Kids Guitar Low! He's actually here this time. Surprisingly. Uh, Kevin B1029, Mastercraft, the Mullertron, Trekkie, and Voice. And yes, the guys were liking the applauses there, which is fantastic. Oh, and Metaphist has just shown up in time. I think you're going to be needing this as well. Whew! 
Okay, so apparently people know where to come. But either way, if you want to join in on the RSA fun, then you can do just that. Go to videosega.net forward slash community forward slash chat. So, now that we've mentioned the big guns, let's get moving, shall we? Our first block covers the start of the game and plows through the entire first stage, the Ancient Ruins, where Pink will be waiting for us right in the Pinky Rota with a couple of henchmen of hers. So, let's get the mystical gems back from the Empire, starting with Dusk and one and a half of his own tracks to follow on. He's done a lot of gold on this for sure, I absolutely feel it, but let's get an induction from the very beginning, shall we? So, from Dusk and covering the title screen music for Gunstar Heroes this time, there's a light in the darkness here, and heroes emerge. So, keep it here. Uh, uh, bit of an accident there. Either way, keep it here, this is Sega Mixer Drive covering the, uh, covering the Gunstar Heroes album, Be Aggressive!
is pretty much feeling it down there in the chat right now. Damn, I think I am feeling the energy of the album this time around. Of course, it's not 3am in the night this time, and it's Friday! Yes, a complete contrast to what happened with NGI's pre-release party, but still, okay, let's go through the tracks we had. We have Phonetic Hero arranging the uh, boss fight against Pink there, Proggy Road Boy, and you know, my, my thoughts on Phonetic Hero as a person is that he's like, turning into his own genre with his instrument choices of EDM and his running approach of more progressive music and it seemed more so with that particular track. It's not really for the faint of heart given the 20 million time signatures being used here as um, Keskit, uh, as Aino pretty much noted out in the chat. 7, 8, uh, time signature heaven, yeah that's what it feels like. But still, um, if, w w w once he gets through the writing intentions you'll be able to feel how, how well you managed to tackle this rather difficult source. It's also, it's also turned out they had like three different versions of a track. This last will make it into the project just in time. And it works. Absolutely killer stuff right there from Phonetic Hero. Probably heard that one actually um, ha had a bit of difficulty in evaluation. But you know, I'm actually feeling this one. He's, he's one of the more quirkier uh, uh, electronic music writers out there. And I really appreciate him here. Um, Ivan Hackstock, yes, um, that Ivan Hackstock is probably down here. Let me get the custom board back again and bring him that big one of the applause. Just real briefly, real quick, you ended up remarking, is it wrong when I like Rebecca Black's songs? Um, everyone has their guilty pleasures, I suppose. I've mentioned a couple of mine on this show before, but I'm not going back into that again. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's see. The track that went on before it was the stage one mid-boss, though rather the moving up sponge creature that is Bravo man. I don't know what else to describe that thing. I swear it's made out of sponges. But either way, that was Mike Audio with Technology Spiritless Puppet. And it's a great expansion of a very moody source. And yeah, the notes for this one on the website implied that Bravo man is more like a um, soulless creature in his fighting. Doesn't really put any effort into anything. Therefore making it one of those experiences for first timers. <laughs> yeah. It also implies that we're becoming puppets to technology ourselves. Which, you know, kind of adds a more terrifying feel towards us, yeah? Ugh. I wouldn't want to think about it. I am like, I am like dragged around by technology all over the place every single day. But, okay, um, the responses on this one particularly came from Metaphist, who's loving the dark tone, as was I. And, the Ch and Chernobog was loving the drum samples with this as, t as well. This is going to be all this sweet. And yes, DJ Mockman was saying that he's still stuck in 1998. Uh, to be fair, who isn't? I'm stuck in the 90s. That's what it feels like. <laughs> Absolute win. Okay, um, and of course, going in the middle of that track, uh, that block, we had CJ the Music Dude covering stage one itself, Lightning Chaser. And yes, you do remember that this was previewed way back in June, episode 22, when Dust cocked me up with the track. And it's and you know I've gotten used to, used to that source so much by now it's become easier to digest this particular remix in particular. Now I don't know about you, but um, it seems to have more of an afterburner feel to it, don't you think? Or at least you know some kind of flying video game. Either way, it's action-packed, it's exciting, and that's what's brought out from CJ there, in which his bumper apparently got a, got the attention of DJ Mockroom. He asked, "Did you reconstruct every mixer's voice digitally, or did I just miss the invitation to record a bumper for the show?" Well, yes, I apparently have the uh, tendency to recreate voices with reverb, but no, no, that's not the way things happen around here, really. Ba basically, if you're an artist and want to record a bumper, you can do just that. Just send me a brief recording saying, Hello, this is insert artist name here, and you're listening to, to Sega Mixer Drive on Radio Sega, although feel free to shake up your script a bit here and there. 
and you, you can send it my way over at theft.wolf at gmail.com and yeah you've got your atlas right there artist go go chip in however you can okay and when we're at the top of the block with a combo track from dusk of course the title screen music and heroes emerge and the stage light music loadouts a nice co combination between those two good recogni good recognizability as always Apparently he had a gamey approach in mind with those two, guiding the player through the opening screens and getting them ready for what they would encounter upon fighting the Empire through the stages ahead. And yes, Kaskitala was saying you liked the snare sample there, not quite too sure if it was for Dust Track, but you know, the, um, well maybe he's referring to Sea Chase Track. But uh, either way, the snares are definitely hot hitting stuff over there nevertheless. But still, there's another remix of the uh, title screen music which will happen later on in the show, so watch out! In regards to um, Dusk's track in particular, uh, Aino mentioned it in the ISA. There's a bit of dissonance that doesn't work for me in this track, which is a turn-off, but otherwise this track is Dog's Bollocks, which I learned from Eddie Izzard last night is the opposite of plain bollocks. Well, the mention of bollocks is just about given this an explicit rating on the iTunes feed, but uh, uh, we'll see how things will go with this. And of course, Chernobog was bringing up the metal horns for sure. Metal horns for the win. Absolutely. Okay, so we ended up going through quite a lot already, but yeah, before we go into the next block of music, this is the last reminder about the 2013 in review poll right over here. Uh, uh oh, I think I ended up uh, pasting the wrong one for some reason. Uh, uh, no, I hadn't, but either way, uh, this is the January poll that is waiting for, for the last few responses in, in the last five minutes, in fact, when the next track actually finishes. So either way, if you haven't contributed to this yet, then feel free to. I will post this back into the Twitter feed momentarily, and, and you guys will get your last chance to chip in before February opens up in two blocks time. Okay, let's go towards the second block now. Yes, I know we're skipping the underground mine for now. Of course, we are going towards stage three. There's reasons why we're going over here. Just you wait. Anyway, this is the flying battleship stage now with orange in wait with another gem for the taking. Orange may be stronger, but musically, these next few tracks may just have the edge. And you know who else has the edge right now? Ectogenia, who apparently um, is a bit of a quirky writer in the uh, compo scene right about now. Although I tend to like him a lot more for his uh, production work more than his actual writing capability, but he's still pretty neat from, 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 from what I've been seeing in his character growth. So this is where we're going to be hearing a good example of his work through the stage 3 track itself. So. For Metal Jamie and arranging the flying battleship music from Gunstar Heroes. Hey, is it me or about or things about to get hot in here? It's boiling point! Keep it here, this is Sega Mixer Drive going through the Gunstar Heroes up and be aggressive! <laughs>
Hey, this is Drum J8, and you're listening to Sega Mixer Drive on Radio Sega. suddenly bringing up the whole idea of that at some point Overclock Remix needs to do a vocal dubstep album. <laughs> well, it, well, it is possible because we have all these people who like their specific genres and work with specific genres and show appreciation for other genres altogether, but yeah, it will take a lot of, of you know, of guts to actually pull that one off, but it's still going to be something. <laughs> I love you. Anyway, uh, we just had a uh, drum J8. This is uh, this is actually our first exposure for me, to be honest. Of course, tackling the orange boss theme this time around. Still, cornerstones remain. Not quite too sure what the cornerstones in question are, but nevertheless, I am 
Yeah, still a very lo lovely, fresh experience there. Um, let's see. Uh, arrangement to me, um, outside of the time signatures, kind of feels a bit straightforward, and the production chops to me, set, you know, sound a little more akin to old school OCR. But you know, the whole idea is for uh, that for this one really makes to drive it home from what I've been seeing. He's frequenting Overclock Remix's numerous competitions right now, which is a great start for New Blood. And as long as he keeps it, keeps things up, things will really move ahead. So yeah, for now. This is a very sweet start, and indeed, oh goodness sake, uh, Aino Keskitalo in the chat is saying that he loves the busy rhythms and polyrhythmic feel for this, which is going to be good. Um, uh, apparently in, in regards to the whole vocal dub dubstep thing, um, Dusk is here, uh, let me switch back to the soundboards again, gotta be switching back and forth, wait, give, give him a big round of applause as well! Call that moment! He said he should do a vocal dubstep album for Rystar! Uh, <laughs> Well, I'd be hilarious. But, but unfortunately, I love Rystar. I can't work with both of those. <laughs> oh, yes. And uh, yes, I know what he's saying. PRC for life. Yep. Yeah. PRC is definitely a, a good start. They have a, um, a compound that happens every two weeks for undercovered sources. So go take a look into it. It's absolutely sweet stuff. I used to run it. And, um, and, and it's a nice experience to end up, you know, getting, getting some early skills. But yeah, I'm going off tangent with this one now, aren't I? Yeah, enough with the whole, with the, with, the, with the whole thing. Let's get back to the track that was right in the middle of there, the longest track on the entire album, in fact, from Mike Audio. I mean, the Smash Die Saku boss theme. Yes, apparently he does make an appearance uh, just before you come to fight Orange, but only for a short while. However, at six minutes long, we are being pursued by the subordinates of Ignorant Sin. Uh, yes, uh, that, that, that to me um, actually feels really intense. Some of the writing. I don't know about you, but it sounds very akin to the wingless Buto. You know, his um, Sonic Heroes arrangement on OCR, go check that out if you can. But yeah, there, there's enough shakeups to keep interest as well, and he also wrote it in a way to portray Smash Daisaku as a character, a more disposable antagonist than you probably think. But yeah, just like, still see him in stage 5 at least, for you know, the more epic fight against him, but you got it there. And yes, uh, going towards the reactions there, um, Aino was saying that there was a nice ju uh, a nicer juxtaposition, thank you, of different moves in different parts, which is good. Um, D DJ Mokum himself might one of my favourite tracks right there. Perfect mix of creative interpretation and staying true to the material stroke character. Yeah, it's one of my favourites as well, absolutely love your choice here. And HES in the chat is also saying, this is melting my face off, excuse me while I get a jar to collect the drips. Hopefully the job will contain enough! Uh, yes! And yes, apparently the Streets of Rage vocal... Hold on, apparently the vocal dubstep thing did indeed extend to Streets of Rage in the IRC from flicking back. Um, wow, goodness sake. <laughs> Lovely. Uh, okay, and the track we started off before before the whole thing... Well, of course, at the top of the block was from Ectogenia. The ancient stage three itself, the flying, uh, flying battleship. Of course, that's with the place. Um, boiling point. And according to the production notes, yeah, he felt the composer was having fun just writing the music and putting down what came to mind, so he remixed this in the exact same way. We were actually discussing Ectel Genius' writing approach in the style, and you know, they thought it was a perfect fit for him with this sort of thing. Now, I've been around his compo work for quite a while, and one thing I know for sure is that his key strengths at this moment in time are coming more from his production work rather than his writing. In fact, it seems more as if he's learned a few glitching tricks from Funedikir on this one, or at least that's what it sounds like, you know, at least on these headphones at least. But yeah, arrangement-wise, it may have its uh, looser moments in comparison to some of the other works on the album, but when the flying battleship soars is there, it really lifts you up. Yeah! 
going towards track reactions right there. Manifest remark that's that that's Etel Genius track is his favorite on the album. Soulful of energy like the spirit of the game. Atreus loved it as well. I'm picking out a lot of Dynamite Heady vibes, which is hardly surprising. Yeah, another treasure game right there. Another one in which DJ Mockrum directed. <laughs> nice. Yeah, go grab it. Secret bonus points. I would say grab it at uh, SD... Uh, at um, SB... Oh, uh, what's it called again? SB... Uh, SB... Uh, hang on. DHSBP.org. I probably forgot the thing again. But still, it's down at the moment. So you're going to have to try and find it elsewhere at this moment in time. But still... And DJ Mockham himself remarked it was too interpretive and all over this place, but Dusk made the right call. And indeed, uh, we can't have a good album without some nice styles down here. Yes. DJ Mockham remarked, good luck with that, KNGI is down. <laughs> yeah, thank you. We've got it. <laughs> okay, so um, at this moment in time, the January poll is now closed. I've got your results right here. And I've got them locked in with, with your first with your first pick of the whole set being considered for the season finale in December. In the next break, we will go into February, so be on the lookout for that. So, where are we going for block three now? The end of disc one and the underground mine at last, where Green is waiting with another gem and riding the iconic Seven Force Mecha. Apparently, uh, Kevin, um, so many numbers around here, he's just left the IC, wanted this source to be covered. But yeah, it's strangely brutal for an early stage if you don't know what to expect. But we need to get there first, and we're starting with a return to form from Malkos. He arranged this 11 years ago with DeepMind, and it's neat to see him come back and take it on again. How does it sound? Let's find out. From Malkos and covering... Well, and covering the underground mine. Stage 2 from Gunstar Heroes. Get tucked in real tight. Rolling Gun Charger. Keep it here. This is Sega Mixer Drive covering Gunstar Heroes up and be aggressive. This is Malkos, and you're listening to Sega Mixer Drive on Radio Sega.
this is Lara Croft standing in for the coop, and you're listening to, um, whatever this show's called. Is it Sega Drive Mixer, Mega Driver Mix, Mega Mixer, Mega Pack Turbo Plus Alpha? Something like that, yeah. That's what I thought. Well, there you go. Cheers. Lara Croft moments. Yep, thank you, the coop. But either way, um, you did, did you guys enjoy the entire first disc so far? If, if, if you enjoyed it, then feel free to state your favourites in the uh, in the IRC or the Twitter feed. See how far you've really been enjoying it so far. And yeah, just come to really enjoy how everything's been going along. Echo G. Alex said, uh, stated a general comment about the whole thing so far. Well, I am so impressed with the album. This is the first time I am hearing it, and it's amazing. To all... DJs, quote-unquote, who made this happen, congrats with the music. They're not DJs, they're musicians. I don't think everyone has a radio show at this moment in time, but uh, 
if we still get the right ideas, this is going to be good. And yes, DJ Mockroom is also saying, L listening um, to the previous track, we might be coming home from school, watching Dragon Ball Z and playing some Gunstar Heroes. Those were the days. Indeed, he was referring to the coop. I mentioned the continuous screen from Gunstar Heroes. Be attitude for continues. And that was the one that actually ended the whole album. Well, naturally with um, brutal opponents, in which in Dusk's case, apparently he can't beat seven force on hard. You're going to face the continuous screen a lot, but still, the coop's production skills may have noticeably aged in comparisons to other veterans, but he still kept the spirits of his compositions alive with his work. I'm definitely cool with this. And yes, um, everyone was loving his bumper, and they were all reacting so much to it. DJ Makamot, the coop killed it right there. Forever Sonic saying that's something different. And uh, yes, um, M20 balls up. It's what's best for business, rather boobs for business. Oh, okay. Okay, either way, yeah, the, uh, the clip covering the continue screen, it's a more uncommon source, it's kind of a lengthy composition, but it's nicely worked and worked well into his 80s anime ending vision right there. Amusingly, um, the album notes stated that he was on the album, had to step down due to a project guidelines issue, and then got asked to return. But, you know, I think it's, a, it's, I think it's good that he's actually on this, because just look at the website, I could just stare at his pixel art and animation all day long. It's just... So lovely, don't you think? And even then, Ch Chernobog loved the track. Very nice track, simple but very energetic. And DJ Mokram pointed this to the wrong uh, to the wrong era. Welcome back to the 90s. Well, I, I think it's a little bit older than the 90s, but still we got it. Uh, still all the more great. And yes, Metaphys was saying that website is godlike. Absolutely good. And you know what else felt godlike? And Dusk will probably disagree with me on this, but his own remix of Seven Force is absolutely great. The title track, Be Aggressive. Some of you folks may have already heard it as part of this week's Cyber Razor Cut. And why not? Sonic Yoda has great taste in music. And even then, it's just straight out metal love. Enough said right there. Everyone should pretty much look for that as a standout track there. But if not, somewhere close along the line, but still absolutely iconic coverage of an iconic boss. Absolutely great. And of course we started the block with the stage music itself for stage 2. That was from Malkos, a rolling gun charger this time around. And uh, yes, as, as I stated near the top of the block, he uh, covered it 11 years ago with Deep Mind, which he can go grab it also remix. It was a very ancient mix post over there. But you know, Deep Mind feels so mellow, minimalist and mysterious in comparison to this one. So minimalist in fact it didn't even touch the main melody properly. But you know, this on the other hand went so much in the other direction and managed to make them both really stick out from each other. So it's good to know he really pushed hard with this version too. <laughs> Claims to make it both energetic and quirky. Do you think this worked ladies and gentlemen? It's definitely good. And yes, the guys are all banging on the medals in there. Metal horns all the same. Uh, DJ Mokram, you marked towards uh, Malkos' bumper. Damn, how am I going to beat Malkos' smexy Barry White imperson impersonation now? Um, uh, well, it is kind of sexy indeed, but um, you can always find means around this. Hey, hey, hey if, if the Kim could come close with Laura Croft, then who knows what would happen next? Either way, so we're at the end of this one, and very shortly it'll be time to move on to the second half. But first... You know, let's take a brief break from this for a moment and let's start up the February poll for the 2013 in review. I've got the link copied over right here just to try and make this real quick. And there we go. So yes, let's, uh, I think I'm going to have to try and catch up here. You guys stated your thoughts in for January. I've got the results all locked in and ready to share this December as I stated. 
And now it's time we moved on to February. There's been some fantastic new music all around, and do remember that if it made the remix highlights, it should mean something. But what about you guys? The poll has now been pasted into the IRC and will emerge on Twitter soon. So, let's ask the question now, and if I could just pause this really quickly. Oh, goodness sake, I'm gonna have to try and change the boards again. I've got 20 million boards for this thing, either way. Right. What were your favourite new releases first heard in episodes 5 to 8? A welcome addition to Sonic Malfunctionations from Zack Hinchy and Xshad. Arctic Rush! Jeffrog took the piano down dilapidated way. Maybe in distance, but never at heart. As Move Shinobi Chinatown grew from fallen surf, memories of blood and bone. Funky side up. Five. Tubers McGee and Ivan Hackstock came up Dragon Rug. Gotta go fast. From Digi Valentine and Ruki Netsu, Emerald Dreams. Uh, and these dreams now, the craft of the guy that you see now. For these dreams, I feel proud, so I'm a chaser. Uh, see me peel out. Yo, seven. Dr. Manhattan tears up the guitar, but one thing he shouldn't have is rusty fingers. Brazil, Mega Driver revisits their classics, the 2013 version of Rage Street. Nine. More Dax, more Outrun, all year old dubstep, Splash Wave Dax Final. And you heard the track, so let's get going towards it for February. Yes, Metaphist reacted in the uh, the whole thing in there. If I can just look up really quickly again. Uh, let me see. Uh, there we go. The hell? My remix is in there? Yes, in regards to Funky Site Up. Of course, it got posted on all the quite remix in February, so there you got it. And you, and yes, people are chipping in. So, remember, this closes at um, half past seven this time next week. So, get to the poll and get thinking. And that's, what's, and that's when March will also launch. Okay, so or if you want something calm to listen to while you guys gather your thoughts, this would be the perfect way to start this too, yes? Yes, am I right? Okay, so uh, Chase of the Empire continues at stage 6 of all things. Well, yeah, the other space stage, flying towards the deep space base. Yes, apparently we're skipping a few levels for now, but the mood for this track feels lovely to make a move on the second half for sure, and it's no other than Metaphist himself. Bringing his synth writing work well into this one, it was a source he didn't originally want to cover because to, me, to him he felt so perfect, but he tackled it anyway and managed to bring up quite 
and a, a quite atmospheric vibe going on with this one. So it's time to lift off once again from Metafist and of course covering the stage six music from Gunstar Heroes. Get ready for relaunch. Guns to the stars. Keep it here. This is Sega Mixer Drive covering the Gunstar Heroes album Be Aggressive. Hey yo, this is Metafist and you are listening to Sega Mixer Drive hosted by Rexy on Radio Sega. Let's go.
Hei, keskitellä on Eina tässä. Kuuntelet Sega Mixer Drivea. There, Dusk. This whole album thing keeps cutting into my Guild Wars 2 time. I have dailies to finish, you know. Oh, you tell me about it. I've been going through the daily challenges on Raymond Legends all 
week, or at least we'll probably keep on going until I get that final level of awesomeness and the platinum trophy for the PS3. But, uh, you know, enough about that bomb gaming spree for now. Let's go towards the tracks we had. Yes, we took a stumble into stage four of the Strange Fortress, courtesy of Aino Keskitalo, and yes, true to his words, the track did end up getting much considerably, considerably louder for the radio as well, which is nice. That was Square Zero, and you know, the Strange Fortress, it's so strange, it extends the iconic interior section with the Dice Palace. Honestly, the quirky addition of the board game second half makes that stage extremely memorable. It may sound more straightforward, but you know, there are comparisons to this and the works of Jun Sonoya for the early Sonic Adventure soundtracks. And you know, it's bizarre to say that because he claims he's not all that great a guitar player, the whole thing was recorded in bits and pieces according to the project notes. But it still stuck to, it still stuck to give it and shows some solid production work from him nevertheless, indeed. And yes, Manifest did indeed bring up the comparisons there, and he loved it as well. And uh, apparently it turned into one of those um, random findings on the on the Google courtesy of Ducks, um, finding Adam Jensen from from the from Desert's Human Revolution being sold on Amazon for some reason. Um, it's a bit of a strange way to go. You can't really put an asking price on a fictional character, couldn't you? Uh, trying to get away from that, trying to get away. But uh, let's, uh, the track that was in the middle of that block ended up going towards the uh, options music. The options music, a source that I love so much that it just happens to end up going badass right in the middle of nowhere. You know, it can be used suddenly in boss battles and everything. It's just sweet. Either way, that was Load of Ecstasy from Jake Snake 17, and um, yeah. In comparison to the source, it doesn't quite feel as intense, but you know, it's recognizable and it's still really fun. Still really fun. The whole uh, the whole remix ended up being out of the blue was Jake attempted to remix it with no knowledge of the game whatsoever as well, so... But, but you know, it still works well in its favor, doesn't it? Even Metaphys was liking how the track follows his own with the space vibes around here. And talking of his, um, that was what we started with, um, covering the stage 6 music from Gunstar Heroes now. Uh, Metaphys with Guns of the Stars, and uh, he actually didn't want to arrange this because he felt it sounded too nice to mess with it. But he went with this, and what we have is one lovely synth jam session with this one. Kinda sounds rather safe in comparison to his um, funky side up death bag track, but he made the whole thing connect and gel. And it feels epic, magical, and I don't know about you, but it feels the it fits the feel of flying so well. There's no the notes for this one state that playing Gunstar Heroes for the first time was one of his most specific memories from visiting Walt Disney World in Florida. So see, the might of the House of Bats compels you. Absolutely. And of course, let's go towards the reactions there. Uh, Kesky Tello loved how much it is a feel-good track. And DJ Mockham said it's his fave track from the album. How many fave tracks on the album do you even have? Ugh. Okay, but yeah, it, it yeah. Um, going by Anos' comments on Metaphysics, right? not really super aggressive, but it's good to have a bit of variation. And he remembers the source. It's a good source. It's lovely, absolutely lovely. And uh, and he also remarked in the RC just now. It's funny, cat. You guys can hear all these things in the track that I have no clue about in regards to Sonic Adventure, or that certainly wasn't intentional in regards to mentioning Desex and a bit of Castlevania in there. Um, that's the nature of the ISC. We can dive just about everywhere around here. This is what makes it a fun time on every Friday night around here, so be, be sure to chip in often. Okay, so we've survived the Dice Palace, but one challenge remains before we move on ahead. Um, Duska said my favorite track is in Heroes Emerge. A bit long, though. <laughs> it's only 50 seconds long. What are you doing? <laughs> okay. 
Uh, let's get away from that now. Okay, so the Dice Palace. Whose turf is it? It's black. And he's gonna make today your lucky day courtesy of Simaya's 222. Usually very critical in regards to all CVX releases. But upon hearing his own work and seeing his frequent contributions to the workshop, I'd say he's got the hands-on experience to justify his thoughts here. If this is your first time hearing any of his works at all, prepare to let your hair down and just get at it with this one. So, from Timaya's 222 and covering the black boss theme from Ghost of Heroes this time, Black just wants to do with us, huh? Challenge accepted. Keep it here. This is Sega Mixer Drive covering the Ghost of Heroes album Be Aggressive. What's up guys, this is Dusk and you're listening to the radio show that keeps it burning way past cool, Sega Mixer Drive right here on Radio Sega.
What up, everybody? This is Flex Style. You are listening to Sega Mixer Drive on Radio Sega.
That's what it feels like, doesn't it? That was Main Finger we just had there. Uh, apparently, the source material claims to be Stage Seven, but it's not her doing Stage Seven at all. But it's more synonymous with story scenes involving the Empire. Either way, what's it gonna be? Well, we know very well what's it gonna be. It was a whole lot of dubstep and killer studio chops down here, but still, but still, with that interpretation, it still tells us the Empire means business. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's my ears or not, but to me it kind of feels a little bit more cluttered than is usual works from what, I, from what I feel, but you know, with that thought aside, it's all strong, energetic stuff all around for main finger, switching things up to the nth degree with this one. We love Seraphim Factory a lot from the Sonic Storm Mimics competition, yes? Let this be another step to writing technical awesomeness from him. But yeah, Dusk wants him to bring the wub, and he did indeed bring the wub in one power-packed wave right there. And yes, that got remarked pretty earlier on. Because uh, in, in all Keskitaro remarks, we have entered the dub light zone. And with Chernobog remarking dub star heroes. <laughs> yes, there should have been an entire dubstep album name there. Someone needs to actually put that together. But yeah, DJ Mokram stated his thoughts in the chat. Jesse's track is a four minutes technical miracle. Seriously, it takes quite the killer studio chops to blend so many styles, do them well, and still keep track of the fact they've got source material to stay true to. Props to him. Absolutely fantastic stuff. I absolutely feel it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm gonna say you guys are friends. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Think uh, Dusk was saying someone's electrocuting me. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> um, apparently I may end up in M20's corner pretty soon because barely anyone knows what's going on in the ISA anymore. But uh, either way, let's keep moving on. Uh, the track that ended up going on before it was Flexile covering the ending theme, uh, Resolution. To me, the ending theme just feels so, you know, it feels so beautiful to me. And, you know, actually, um, it connects really hard with the sudden story change that would happen right in the closing moments of the game itself. Don't want to spoil it here in case I don't want anyone to, uh, well, well so suddenly put themselves off and play the game. But still, 
Considering the original was just very nice and sweet, bit bittersweet maybe, this pretty much turned it on its head and made it feel more uplifting and determined and you know, yeah, heck yeah, we've, we've just beaten the game, we've done it, get in there! But you know, this retro approach reminds me of a similar route he took through one of his tracks for Overclock Remix's Final Fantasy VI album Balance and Ruin. Honestly, just compare this with um, 13th Floor Demonstration and if you can if if you can go through both videos, you'll see some good stylistic um, movements between them both as well. It's a very infectious route to please the old schoolers out there. Uh, yes, Chernobyl saying we beat the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's become a running gag now here now. But uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Also, apparently, uh, Flex did this track right in the last minute, and it still sounded good. But do not from me, from my own personal experience. If you do put things off in the last minute. Don't expect them to sound the way you expect them to. Just plan everything out nice and carefully. Tip there from me. Okay, and of course the reactions there from... Of, of, of course, um, Keskitella remarked on the fade out, remembering that it fades out. I was like, lame, but no, this is really good stuff. And uh, and it, it, went, uh, it went on to remark it felt like a cop out and he admitted running out of time. But yeah, it, that's what he says. He... Um, that's, that's what he said in the end. He did. He just uh, wanted to get the track pretty much out there. Um, it, it, but yeah, hopefully he'll learn for next time. If he wants to make an epic track, plan ahead of time. But yeah, amusingly, uh, Flexstyle sent me uh, several takes of his bumper for, for somehow. Um, let me see if I can get the trailer picks up. Including this very amusing alternative take. I can't find a place for this one, to be honest, but I still think it's amusing enough to, to uh, share with you guys. Let's cue it real quick. Like, dude, this is Flexstyle, and you're totally listening to the Sega Mixer Drive on Radio Sega. Yeah, tubular. You know what this reminds me of? Excellent! Feeling dead right there. Absolutely fantastic 80s film right there. <laughs> like, dude. <laughs> And let's see, uh, of course, before it was uh, probably in Dusk's words, some noob. But no, not really. Uh, that was Dusk, of course, arranging the stage 5 music where you have to rescue Yellow from the Empire. But that was Bullet Hell. And you know, three, that was a missed opportunity to name stage 6 that. Uh, mostly in regards to the appearance of Timer on. Yeah, how long can you last? <laughs> and you know, just like his 7 4 track, it's just straightforward metal right there. They're not sure that DJ Mokram originally had it and planned to uh, cover it in, in a big, bombastic, orchestrated style, but uh, unfortunately he had to drop it, leaving Dusk having to pick it up, even though he knew full well he couldn't really match his vision. He did, however, bring in an 80s, 90s feel into his track. Apparently, according to the notes, he went towards hair metal influences, but I'm not too sure where that's coming in. Of course, uh, if someone mentions hair metal to me, the first things I can think of is like, sweet, uh, what, how's, it, how's it go like? Um, Swig is uh, what's it called again? Is he she's my cherry pie? Fourth on the corner of the kangaroo world. I've forgotten the lyrics for that one, but you know what I mean. A bit of wine right there, but still. Um, apparently, but yeah, whichever's the case, it fits the race towards yellow really nicely. Uh, Shooter Block was head banging to that one, and um, and, and uh, he ends up remarking, Dusk Slightly guitar isn't bad, but maybe a little change of bed may help. Rhythm ones are very good though. And um, he also remarks that the synths are really cool as well. Um, yep. And uh, let's see, Anal uh, Keskitalo also remarked towards the awesome atmosphere and real power. And again, brought up dissonance, but to be honest, who else uh, who, who else has problems with dissonance around here? Probably 90% uh, of the Bebop community. We're absolutely fine with it. Just relax. And we're good. 
And you know what else pretty much felt the groove? That was Timaya's 222, arranging the Black Boss theme, uh, let's see, challenge accepted. And it's steadier than usual implies, so I feel, but you know, it's one epic headbang sequence right there. The notes were more focused on technical qualities on Timaeus' end more than anything else. But still, he had the idea to uh, shift the sounds to the back of Ballista's head while wearing headphones. I'm wearing headphones listening to the whole thing, and I've listened to the track a few times, but I keep on forgetting to try and pinpoint that particular feel. But you know, those wanting to produce their own works would no doubt want to know how to make that magic happen, yes? You know, I certainly would. And going towards remarks, Dusk remarked, good use of six door in a box. Of course, he was remarking to the, uh, uh, what's, what's the name of the library that Zircon actually worked on? Something like, no, no, it's, no it's not Impulse Tracker, um, something Soundworks. I can't remember what it's called anymore, but I'm just, uh, shreddage. I'm gonna have to look it up really quickly, um, uh, I can't even remember. Impact Soundworks, that's it, that's, yes, of course, Hackstop brought it in, thank you. Yes, I completely doubt out for a second there. Um, Atrius remarked, Core, the vibe of this track is something else. Oh, that's what it feels like. It's just one of those things that just wants to bring in the punch for sure. And talking of punch, what have we endured at around uh, 20 to 9 at this moment in time? We've got all the gems. We gave them all away just to save yellow. Smash Dice Suck has been made disposable by a bunch of midgets for some reason. But we have a much higher up opponent in Dr. Grey, seeking their ultimate power from deep within space. We fought through the fortress only to find some final obstacles before confronting him ourselves, but what? Well, obviously there's the core guard system and one of the more minimalist sort of tunes in the game accompanying it, and tackling this one is some fresh blood in the form of Rebrained. Now, don't let my description point you off, he's not one of those that would come out of nowhere and kind of struggle, right? But, you know, he came in and showed some sharp skills with a very difficult source tune, as well as having a lot of other non-OC remix remixing experience under his name. Just go visit his SoundCloud page at soundcloud.com forward slash rebrains. It's absolutely neat stuff out there. Anyway, enough rambling, let's get to it from Rebrain and covering the core guard system boss from Gunstar Heroes. Well, yay, it's one of those bosses. It's got a tri-formation. Keep it here. This is Sega Mixer Drive covering the Gunstar Heroes album, Be Aggressive.
Woodstock and you're listening to Sega Mixer Drive on Radio Sega. Jordanius, aka Dark Moocher, aka Wise the Ali, aka a bunch of other names, and you're listening to Sega Drive on Radio Sega!
I'm almost at the end of the show there. Nice going. And uh, apparently uh, going by the uh, IRC reaction so far, um, Dallas getting up the market. I should be a co-host on NGO with how well I butcher farming names. I was in, in regards to one of the bumpers we had uh, during this break in particular. But going first towards the trap we just had. The one that's making everyone feel all sexy inside. We had Dark Moocher, a.k.a. Sir Jordanius. Okay, a bunch of other names, but that's beside the point. But either way, I'm not too sure if that's a side project or an alternative name. What's the difference between them anyway? But still, it's another take on Smash Die Psycho's boss theme, Nice Legs! I love the title, by the way. It sounds like he's got the hearts for Smash Die Psycho from what I've been seeing. <laughs> but yeah, the source does cater very well to Jazz Fusion, and it's got all the flavour of a Jordanius track right there. Lovely contrast to Mike Audios from lovely in from uh, from early on in in the show. And yes, the guys say no, it's the end. Yes, I know, I know, I know you guys. But if I uh, stay any longer, I might cut into Forever Sonic slot. But uh, still. Uh, well, let, let's go further along the line. Uh, let's see. Uh, DJ Mocker remarked, I laughed so hard at uh, Jordanius' comment on the album site. Guys, as crazy as he is, talented. And uh, that's what it feels like. Um, let's see. HRS is remarking, I'm hearing some Casinoopolis in this. This is some awesome groove. Well, um, I'm not quite too, too sure about Casinoopolis, but it does kind of have, you know. I, actually, this reminds me more of the scores to the Sly Cooper series more than anything else. It's just got, you know, that frantic slide, you know what I mean? Um, that, 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 those jazzy vibes, you know what I'm trying to bring with this? It's got that kind of groove. But, you know, uh, let's see, um, DJ Mockerum ended up um, remarking later on, This track illustrates perfectly the difference between a DJ and the, mu the musician mentioned before in the chat. This is true musicianship right there, something a low-life DJ like me could never ever do, ever! Oh, uh, yes, that's indeed the best way to try and demonstrate. Learn your facts, FRGLX, you've got my mu musicianship right there with Sir Jordanius' lovely stuff. What a way to get posted on OC Remix for the first time for Ivan Hackstock beforehand as well! Of course, um, yes, oh, it's, ah, I'm butchering it again, it's even Hackstock, as you said in the bumper. I gotta get that fixed in my head now. Okay, let's see, um, no time to rest, covering the staff roll there. And yeah, it's a very familiar sounding arrangement as well. Nice clean production that has shown how far he's come since my first encounter of his work arranging Concrete Men for Mega Man 9 two years ago. And it's the kind of thing for one to wear their arms in the air too. Stadium Anthem much? Uh, Ain't no Kaskitala was feeling it, so somebody feel good tune right there. And and that's going up in marking June Sunnyo. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's the one. And uh, yes, um, Hacksock did remark in the audience, Concrete Man LOL. That's the one, yes. Um, uh, I can't even remember the name now, but uh, is it something like uh, that? Did, is it something like it's kind of mixed the concrete or something like that? I'm not quite too sure, but uh, I think my memory's derping now, but still, uh, Turner Bog ended up remarking, it's a nice track. I like the mixing, the guitars and sims, and the arrangement is very good. So, oh, now we're ready to mix. Oh, thank you. I remember now, thank you. The only thing I finally remember was the random uh, dump truck sample at the end. Uh, uh, yeah, we got the idea. Okay, um, of course, we are going before it. We still had the uh, dynamic moments for the final bosses there. For Mike Audio versus Golden Silver this time. Here comes the climax. Of course, that was technology's um, uncontrollable disaster. And indeed, it, that ended up fusing together rock and dubstep there. Nothing much to say about this one except it's badass in every meaning of the word. Just like his Bravo Man, um, his Bravo Man track, he wrote it from two perspectives. 
from gold and silver as a character, in this case the god of ruin, you know, with um, the dubstep being the highlights of his character and the rock elements being the stage. And from the side of technology overpowering human life and the prospect of us losing it. But yeah, my god, why do you like scaring us so much? Why do you like scaring us so much? But yeah. So, yeah, technology's uncontrollable disaster. Or as I'd like to call it, the Xbox One. <laughs> chat reactions though, where Chernobyl is remarking this track is so brutal and good. Of course, um, a lot of people pay more attention to just banging out right there. It's just so intense. <laughs> okay, and, uh, and right at the top of the block we had Rebrained covering the Core God system boss there. Uh, oh, I'm gonna say, manifestly, why didn't I see that coming? <laughs> yeah, you got it there. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry, and there goes the Xbox One gag. But anyway, uh, let's see, the, the Core God system for me, for me brain, that was Tri-Formation. And of course, um, DJ Mockham said it better than me. I said it and I'll say it again. If you want to challenge your skills to the remixer, try arranging the song. It will punish your soul. Indeed, the source does feel so minimalist in comparison to the rest of the score. But he handled it so well with a lot of nice synth processing work and keeping nice familiarities with the source even in its three different forms too. One part for each of the boss's transformations, hence the title. I particularly was blown away by the dubstep dragon part personally, but you know there's something in there for someone to enjoy somewhere, I am absolutely sure of it. And indeed, uh, Metaphys reacted, this track is about to get serious, that's right. And it's punishing my soul just listening to it. So dark, so awesome. And that's absolutely good there. Uh, yes, Chernobyl saying, wub, wub, wub. We need more, wub, wub. And Atreus was loving how intense it was. No doubt about it. So, you guys managed to check out all the all the tracks minus one. It's one time. What are your personal favorite tracks? Just drop your line on the RSC or through the Twitter itself. Radi at Radio Sega. And, yeah. We, we, we definitely love the album tonight. We're almost at the end, but we have one last try to close this out. But, you know, whichever is the case, I enjoyed the album through and through. And if you do too, give your regards to Project Directors Dusk and DJ Mockram and to the Be Aggressive team! Absolutely fantastic. We've had a lot of special episodes these past few weeks, so it's natural that we uh, break away from the excitement for now and go back into catch-up mode next week. So, what's going to happen? It's a free-for-all, so anything goes. I did say last week that uh, that the request pool is substantial enough to support it, and if there's anything you want to hear in a future show, you can get in touch with me by four different ways. You've got your Twitter feed at Frequexy, F-R-E-Q-R-E-X-Y, include the hashtag Sega Mixer Drive when you do so. You've got your IRC at, uh, well, uh, well, of course, the Radio Sega IRC. Just double-click my name and I will attend right to you. Um, the PM over uh, hang on, the, the private message system over at Radio Sega's message board, so you can uh, send a line over there as well. Or if you're too scared to social network and the like, you can just drop me an email at bev.wolf at gmail.com. So, uh, you've got your outlets. Let's see what kind of stuff we can fill up for next week's show. It's gonna be something to catch up on the, everything that kind of went out of the scope of these past few specials. All the more good. Uh, Mastercraft is saying more forever, Sonic. Um, and actually, you know what this means? Actually, um, you know very well what this, what this means for me. Whoops! <laughs> okay, uh, so, what's the outlook for the rest of the week? We have Forever Sonic Sunday right after me. I, again, apologise for, um... I, I apologize for overrunning here. Um, uh, let me see. Uh, sorry about this. I kind of got a bit flattered here. 
Uh, but still, go go check it out right after me. Uh, uh, Sonic Radio's late 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 afternoon breakfast show is on uh, tomorrow at 4 p.m. Uh, let's see, uh, we've got your remix. Uh, your I'm kind of, kind of losing it now. Your your remix runs your your music picks from Shadow Remix. Your questionable gameplay. Therefore, it's no use. It's no use right there. Saturday Night Sega with Gabby is on at 10 p.m. tomorrow, and uh, as a result of the uh, Battle Royale music thing last week, which we had Vocaloids versus Yakuza, it's all Yakuza music this week. So if you like that sort of thing, go check it out. It's Radio Redux with Archangel, Archangel UK, 7 p.m. on Sundays with uh, him and the rest of the Sonic Rex crew. Your variety programming for the weekend right there, and then so go check it out. And of, and on Monday at 8 p.m. Dare I say it, but we have another brand new show on Radio Sega now. The Game of the Month show with KC and the, and his art articles on the Game of the Month will be brought into audio form for one Monday a month. This week we're going towards Castle of Illusion starring Mickey Mouse, which is the September Game, game of the Month due to its uh, HDV release. So if, if, if you want to share any thoughts about the game, then go and check him out for, I think, I think it's a couple of hours, and go check it, uh, go, uh, go check it out and see, see if you can even contribute towards the uh, o- o- audio transmissions for the thing as well. Gonna be great. And finally, 8 p.m. on Wednesday. You saw this one coming. If you wanna be a Satan, get yourself a cyber racer. Uh, the Cyber Razor Cup with Sonic Yoda, and let me put, bring this back in. 8 p.m. on Wednesday, uh, you, you've got your more Malder outlook on all things remixes right there. Uh, okay, uh, let, let, let's see how things are going to be uh, going down with this. If, if you want to hear a guy like t- talking about Sega music and stuff uh, in, in midweek, and just let out be himself, then you've got it right there. Other stations now, we have Sonic Radio with the Sonic R Show at 2 a.m. tonight. So uh, we've got um, your uh, more mature version of the Late 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 Afternoon Breakfast Show, so you can uh, just uh, hear on in with Shadow Remix, Sonic Remix, Tony the Mink, Dr. Mike Fox, um, SSF 1991, and whoever else they may get their hands on, so it's going to be a good night. Sonic Radio also has Dr. Scott Nick's Mead Remix Machine at 2am on Saturday night through the Sunday morning. So uh, we have um, we, we have quite a variety programming right here, so uh, at least if you go to Sonic Music from the lines down under, well, no things, uh, Dr. Scottnik himself, so uh, go check it out over there, sonicradio.net. And on Radio Nintendo, we have Silver's Hattie Show at 8pm tomorrow, your uh, Nintendo variation on all things originals and remixing, so go take a look over there and see if you can join the fun right through and through. So now that we've gone through it all, it's down to the last track. You guys have that feeling of returning to the title screen as soon as, you, as you've completed the game for the first time, and you all... Holy cow, I've done it. I've got to shed manly tears, and so on and so on. Well, trust Chubbs McGee to hit that feeling right on the head as the last track of the album returns to the title screen music and captures something not quite so aggressive. Talking of aggressive, I was only just trying to be a bit of the um, gag person at Mastercraft. Just please do not... And no, no, I'm not saying I got butt hurt. Alan, uh, Ma- Mastercraft, please stop it. Uh, uh, can someone please silence you? I, I, I was just trying to do it as a bit of a gag right here. Mastercraft, please silence. I did not get butt hurt. Okay. Thank you. See, see everyone's nice now, so let's, so let's, 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 let's all hold hands and let's get through it. Thank you. Okay, so uh, even though, um, so, so let's go back towards Tubis' track, a uh, very nostalgic track, claiming to be more inspired by the uh, score to uh, Cowboy Bebop. 
This is a nice and calm track to just sit by the sunset and see the sunrise in the new world for sure. Even apparently for a guest appearance by Trumpets is catapult things according to the notes. Well, still amusing but still very sweet from what they've been seeing. So let's hear this track out shall we? Let's ride on out from Trumpets McGee covering the title screen music to Gunstar Heroes. See ya Space Cowboy! And before the uh, before the top deck closes down, let's go through the IRC one more time. Forever Sonic, Forever War, Rexy, aka me, Buddy Plane 2010, uh, Sonic Remix, on the scores, Bundy, Atrius, Chernobog! Um, CTR, DJ Mopram! And Dusk! I need, uh, I need Bellato still playing Daughter 2, FRG Alex, Ivan Hackstock, and, uh, Adol Keskatolo! Mastercraft and Metafest! Silver Sonic, the Mullatron, Trekkie, and Voice. And we are out of here, so I'll catch you all next week for a catch up Sega Mixer Drive. Thank you all for a great evening!
listening to tonight's show. You can pick up the podcast later and be sure to tune in next time for some more of the experience. This was Sega Mixer Drive.